104.7 The K, Mike, the intern on the phone with my good friend Aaron from Circa Resort and Casino downtown Las Vegas. Aaron, how are you, sir? You know, it's getting exciting. The big game's right around the corner, a lot of preparations, and, uh, you know, it's going to be really fun. And, and this is the first time in a while I really don't have a good feel on what's going to happen in this game. I, I think there could be so many different ways this game goes, so I'm excited to see it play out. I'm, of course, excited because the Kansas City Chiefs are my favorite team in the whole world. Of course, he's talking about the NFL championship game between the Chiefs and Eagles, and I don't think you're alone in that assessment because right now, Philadelphia minus one and a half, Chiefs one and a half, and that would basically be a pick yeah, it's really interesting. Here at Circo, we uh, we released our line pretty early, and we were considerably off of market. We opened this game at Chiefs minus two and a half. Within a half hour, it had completely flipped all the way. It actually got at one point all the way to Eagles minus two and a half, then eventually settled back down at uh, Eagles minus one and a half. But our uh, director of operations here at the sports book, he, he really does expect this to close around the pick, and, and I, you can see why. This matchup is so even on both sides. You know, the past few years, you could see, you know, a couple passed for the way, you know, even in that Chiefs fucking year game. Well, it surprised a lot of people. I, I think a lot of people realized there was the possibility with those injuries to the offensive line that that game would play very similarly to how it played out. This one, there's like eight different ways this could play out. This could end up being um, Mahomes and Kelsey is just better than everybody else on the field. They're going to go up and down the field and dominate. You could see Hassan Reddick just absolutely go off and then get three sacks and really screw up this game the way that the you know the Bucks did to the Chiefs a couple of years ago. And you could just see this be an absolute shootout. Both uh, offenses go up and down the field. It, it could go so many different ways. It is really a fascinating breakdown. It really is, and uh, you're right. I mean, there are so many different scenarios. It really is going to come down to, uh, I think, the, who's got the better defense with the Kansas City Chiefs. The uh, order is a tall one because you've got to stop. Um, you have got to stop uh, Jalen Hurts in that run attack, and I believe what the Chiefs are probably going to do is just focus on making him throw the ball and let some of those rookie D-backs uh, you know, step up, and I think that's really the smartest play. Hopefully, Chris Jones and Frank Clark have the games they did against the uh, Bengals. But as you mentioned, they were dealing with some injuries on their O line, so it's kind of one of those things. Anything can happen, but we got some time on our side as far as some of the banged up guys, uh, which is you know a good thing. Yeah, I mean, you say that the play is to let Jalen Hurts throw the ball, and you're probably not wrong. Like you definitely want to contain him. But at the same time, the Eagles, as far as their receivers go, have some of the most explosive, uh, you know, single game playmates. AJ Brown is close to leading the league in uh, twenty plus yard receptions. Obviously, you got uh, Devonta Smith, Quez Watkins, Dallas Goddard, who, by the way, might be one of my favorite props on the board right now. I, I really do think, no matter what happens this game, the Dallas Goddard over might be the way to go in this one. Um, so it, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do. But um, it's going to be fascinating, by the way, the, the, my other favorite prop, at least as of now, obviously these props are still continuing to roll out. Um, I've seen a few places have the Kelsey touchdown a little bit low, as low as minus 110, virtually a coin flip. If you can get it at minus 120 or better, I really do love that. And some places do have it high. I've seen it at high as minus 140, minus 145. If you can get it at minus 120 or better, the Kelsey touchdown is 
it, it seems obvious, but it's still a good play. Yeah, and those prop bets are a lot of fun because you really get to – it's kind of focusing in on um, some of the different aspects as opposed to, you know, the – the spread, the over/under, and all that stuff that you traditionally would do in a sports books. So I really like the addition of that and the popularity that we're seeing. And I'm sure you and I will talk more about the uh, national or NFL championship game next week in our conversation. I also wanted to mention there's some pretty good matchups this weekend in college basketball. K- KU taking on Iowa State. We've got uh, Texas at K State. We've got Purdue and Indiana. Uh, what are you seeing, sir? You know, it's really getting, uh, you know, I know we're still focusing on the Super Bowl to folks beyond the NFL championship, but college basketball has heated up so much. I, I love Big 12 right now, with the exception of Texas Tech, maybe. And obviously Texas Tech, as they showed against Iowa State, can make a huge comeback and, and win some of these games. But, like, the entire conference, top to bottom, is tough to play. Uh, I saw something where it was like, Texas, who right now is, is projected to win the conference, but it's basically a four-way tie at the top. If they, when they go down to Texas Tech, they'll only be like a four-point favorite. That kind of says it all right there, that everyone's so evenly matched in that conference. It's, it's been a lot of fun to watch, and then just something where I've bet on them some, but it's really hard to bet on the uh, the, the Big 12 right now. I will say, after Tennessee got, uh, that that's another big game, uh, Tennessee-Auburn, over the weekend, and when they got just walloped by Florida, Last night, I, I do expect Tennessee to come back, be on a war path. I really do like Tennessee in that game. And uh, Purdue-Indiana, Purdue-Indiana is fascinating to me. Chris Jackson-Davis is as good as just about anybody in the country, except for maybe Purdue's Zach Eady, who's got runaway right now for the Wooden Award. I do think Purdue is by far the best team in the Big Ten. But after the way that Maryland handled Indiana the other day, again, another situation where I really like bounce-back situations. That's one where I really wonder. I, that, I think you're going to find out a lot about Indiana in that game. And I do wonder, depending on what the spread is in that game, I could absolutely see myself playing Indiana in that one. Well, as always, Aaron, you have some great insight. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. And we will talk again next week. You have a great weekend, sir. Hey, I hope everybody uh, hits their best as they can. And I hope to see some of you out in Vegas for the big game.